Welcome to Kodesh Louisville. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Harold Eduardo. He serves as a reverend in the United Denominations, originating of the Lighthouse Group of Churches, with over 3,000 branches worldwide. Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville Branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of us believe that he's a good, good father? Hallelujah. You see, don't, don't be surprised or having ideas. I'm wearing this because we are the adopted Jews. You know that. Hallelujah. We are the adopted Jews. Amen. And so as I'm wearing this, I believe that God, we are the chosen people. You know that. God has chosen us. And thank God that you are here. You have also been chosen. Amen. It's such an awesome experience. But just lift up your hands. Everything happens in his presence. Everything happens in his presence. Just begin to entertain his presence in this place. He is here. Begin to bless them. He's a good, good father. Lift up your voice and begin to thank him. Thank him for saving your life. Thank him for delivering you. Thank him for restoring your life. Had it not been the Lord who has been on our side. He watched our going out and our coming in. Father, we bless your name. We give you glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. Today is Father's Day and the greatest Father ever is our God, our Heavenly Father, who dwelleth above, the one that looks upon us. So lift up your voice and thank him. Look, lift up your voice and bless his holy name. Lift up your voice and exalt him. For he alone is worthy. He is worthy to be lifted up all over the sanctuary. Don't be a spectator. But just lift up your voice and say that thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that you know my name. Thank you, Father, that you have saved me. Thank you, Father, that you have restored me. Thank you, Father, that you have brought me into your presence. We give you glory, Lord. We magnify your holy name. Father in heaven, how we love you. Oh, we lift your name in all the May your kingdom, may your kingdom be established in our praise. As your people, as your people, we declare your mighty word. Let's sing it again, Father in heaven. Sing with me, Father in heaven. Father in heaven, how we love you. Oh, this morning, oh, we lift your name in the air. May your kingdom, may your kingdom be established in our praise. As your people, as your people, and we declare your mighty word. Oh, blessed be the Lord.
Father, we thank you that you are our Father. Father, oh God, we say that blessed be your name. We lift you above every difficulty in this sanctuary. We lift you above every sickness in this sanctuary. Father, oh God, as we lift you up, draw all men to yourself. We pray that your Holy Spirit will take over our service, Lord. Let, oh God, the authority of God be established in the lives of your people. My God, in every situation, oh God, let the power of God flow amongst us, Lord. Healing us and delivering us and restoring us and empowering us and raising us up, oh God. Lift us from the miracle and set our feet upon the rock. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name this morning. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say amen and amen. Hallelujah. Have your seat before the Lord. What a blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I bring you greetings from our prophet, our daddy, our papa, Bishop Doug Hayward Mills. Amen. It's a good place to put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. You don't get excited about your daddy because you don't have a relationship with your father. Hallelujah. Amen. It's because you don't have a relationship. But thank God that come August, we'll be privileged to have a camp meeting with him. Hallelujah. Amen. And I believe that it's going to be a powerful time. Hallelujah. So as you can all, I mean, all you have heard, I left on Monday for Israel. Hallelujah. What a blessed country. I tell you, about 60% desert. But I came to realize that if the Lord said that I will cause water to spring out of the desert, indeed, God is God. Can I have an amen? You can find a green patch in the middle of the desert. That God is the one who is doing it. When he said that, I'll give you a land that is flowing with milk and honey. When you see the place, it's a desert. But God is making it flow in that place. Hallelujah. And so there is no assignment or there is nothing that God has told his people that will not require faith. That's what the Bible says, that without faith, it is impossible to please God. When you just enter and you see the desert and all that, you feel that you will is better. But I tell you, it's so beautiful. Hallelujah. It's so beautiful. I mean, even the bricks that they used to build their building, you will not see it anywhere. Can I have an amen? But God is a good God. Hallelujah. And one of the things that, you know, happened is like now when you read the Bible, the Bible has been brought to life. When they said that a certain man was going from Jerusalem down to Jericho, you actually know that from Jerusalem you are going down to Jericho. Can I have an amen? Hallelujah. And all along, we feel that when they say this place is like they are close. I mean, it is very far. We started from Jerusalem. When we arrived, we slept there. And then the following day, we we went straight to Nazareth. Jesus Christ was born in what? Bethlehem, which is close to what you call Jerusalem. Then we traveled about two and a half hours. That's by Basel on the freeway. That's where Jesus Christ was going on a donkey. And then all the way, when we got to Nazareth, Nazareth was where Jesus Christ was, grew up. And we went to the synagogue where he went and he began to preach the gospel to the people at the age of 12. Then we went to Peter's mother's, mother-in-law's house. Can I have an amen? We went to Peter's mother-in-law's house. Amen. It is a place. Can I have an amen? It's actually a place. It is there and the Lord has preserved everything. Everything that the Lord spoke about it, it has been preserved. And thank God for our our Roman Catholic denomination. Everywhere something significant happened, they built a church. Hallelujah. Everywhere something significant happened, you know the place that we were singing, St. Anna's Chapel, that is the place, it is the, 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 the church in the whole world that has the best acoustics. There, were, there are no mics there. All the singing that we were singing, it is the acoustics of the place. That's what was magnifying it that way. Hallelujah. We went to the pool of Bethesda, also walked the path Jesus Christ walked to go to the grave. And also went to the tomb where Jesus Christ was laid. Then have an amen. 
So you can tell and have the experience that it was not a joke. By the time we finished, we were all tired. And Jesus Christ was carrying his cross. Going up and down. And we also went to the mountain where he was tempted. Where you stood and you can see the whole of the city. So it was, it was true that he said that I will give this whole city to you if only you would worship me. Can I have an amen? So these things are life. And I thank God for the opportunity to be able to be there. Oh, but next time you will be there. Tell the person sitting by you, you will be there. Tell them, I will be there. I said initially that tell somebody that you will be there. I saw everybody saying that I will be there. When you tell the person you will be there, they will also tell you you will be there. And it will match up. Hallelujah. But we thank God for the experience. And I believe that I'm not going to be an ordinary pastor anymore. Hallelujah. Also went, went to the wailing wall where we prayed. Hallelujah. And trust me, when I went there, I prayed for you. I mentioned names. Hallelujah. I mentioned names. Somebody told me that I was going to give you prayer requests. They never sent it, but I took it there. Because God also rewards the intent of men. So whatever was in your heart, whatever you planned, the Lord has already answered it for you. Hallelujah. God has been so gracious. Amen. One other fantastic thing that happened. This is the latest book our father has written. Labor to be blessed. And he gave these books to us. Everybody that was there got one copy. You know, one of the things that happens is that when the Lord lays a message on his heart, he uses it for a camp. Then after the camp, he writes it. So this is the latest book. I have the original copy. Amen. So when it comes out and there are copies, or maybe when I finish reading it, I'll give it to you to also read. But labor to be blessed and don't labor to be what? To be rich. Hallelujah. Labor to be blessed. A blessing will take you far. But when your goal is that you want to be rich, you are not likely going to succeed. Hallelujah. And everything that you do for the Lord, your main goal should be that you receive a blessing of the Lord. Because the Lord, when he blesses you, wherever you go, the blessing accompanies you. It is not a place that determines whether you will be blessed or you are not blessed. Hallelujah. It is not a place. Some people feel that if I have only, I can only move to uh, where California, it shall be well with me. But God is able to bless people way back in Africa. Can I have an amen? Hallelujah. Some of us, if you are still in Africa, you may be millionaires and trillionaires. But you escaped the ability to become a millionaire. And you have come to another land. Hallelujah. Oh, but things are changing. Hallelujah. I say things are changing. Time is fast spent. So I want to share a very simple message. Amen. And I believe that as we go on and on, the Lord will reveal himself to us. Are you still here? Give the person sitting by you a high five. Amen. Today is Father's Day. Wish the father sitting by you happy Father's Day. And for all the for all the fathers who have put something in their wives' bellies, a double happy Father's Day to you. Amen. Can I have an amen? If you have one such person sitting by you, just give them a high five. And those of you who are also planning. You are are still planning. Also, happy Father's Day to you. Amen. What a blessing. Hallelujah. So today being Father's Day, I want to share a very simple message. Hallelujah. Amen. And I thank God so much for everything that he's doing. Amen. Because fathers are important. So today I want to share with us about fatherhood. Somebody say fatherhood. Somebody say fatherhood. A father is very, very important. Can I have an amen? Because the way God arranged things, he made it in such a way that the husband is the head of the wife, Christ is the head of the husband, and then what? God is the head of Christ. Hallelujah. So it is important, the sequence of things, 
that a blessing comes from the top down. A blessing does not rise up. Can I have an amen? That is why I always, I, when I stand here and it's Father's Day, one of the things that I say is that make sure that the Father is really involved in the life of your children. Never prevent your children from having a good relationship with their father. Because the type of blessing that would reign from the father to the children, it cannot go from a mother to the children. It's a biblical principle. That sometimes maybe a husband or somebody did not treat you well. So you purpose in your heart that you will not let him have anything to do with their children. You are depriving the child of biblical blessings. Can I have an amen? amen? The same way a father must watch what they say. Because God has given you that authority. And whatever you say, and I don't know who I'm speaking to, but whatever you say as a dad, whatever you say as the head of the home, it comes to pass. It may not be immediate, but I tell you, no idle word out of your mouth. The Bible says that will not go judged. It means that that word is going to accomplish something great. And so let fathers in the house learn to know that God has positioned you in a very good place. And so whatever you say, it is very, very important. Hallelujah. So today I want to talk to us about fatherhood. And the book that I'll be preaching from, amen, is Dangerous Sons or Dangerous Daughters. A book that has been written by our father. I don't have a copy in my hands right now. But dangerous sons and dangerous what? Daughters. Hallelujah. Sometimes you may think that once somebody is a son, the person automatically is a blessing. But that is not the case. Can I have an amen? We can have some children who by way of the lifestyle they have chosen, they become more of a curse or more of a pain to their parents. But when you read the book, it teaches you how you can become a good son, or you can become a good daughter. Can I have an amen? It is not automatic. But we must be taught, we must learn how you can become a good child. Bible says that when Moses was born, that was the time they were killing all the children. But Bible says that the mother of Moses saw that Moses was what? A goodly child or a good child. So she decided to hide that child. Can I have an amen? Little did she know that she was a child of promise. He was the one the Lord was going to use to deliver his people. That's why be careful when you are entertaining abortion. Because you never know. Listen, I don't know who I'm speaking to. As I'm standing, I'm speaking by the Spirit of God. Please don't even think it. I don't know who you are. I don't think it. But if you know somebody who is being challenged in that position, does not know where to turn. The seed that God has given, God has a purpose for that child. Are you still here? You have gone home. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and the verse 15. I'm preaching about fatherhood. It says that for though ye have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through what? The gospel. Though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. It means that there is a difference between a father and an instructor. Can I have an amen? And in this Christian walk, your biological father you cannot choose. But a spiritual father, God has given you the ability to choose. And the spiritual father you choose for yourself. And I have chosen Bishop Dad as my spiritual father. Because the grace that is upon his life, that is the same grace I am walking in. Don't be deceived. Anyone who claims that he is something powerful in God must have a spiritual father. Pastor Benihin will mention Catherine Coleman. Bishop Doug would mention who? Papa Hagen. 
Everyone has somebody they will call to. That is why in your position say that there may be 10,000 instructors. It means that there will be a lot of instructors, but not many fathers. Is that in your Bible? Then it says that, but I have begotten you. I have begotten you what? Through Jesus Christ, by the preaching of the gospel. So it comes to a point where you are fed, where the word of God you are being taught and you are being fathered. You choose that individual as your father. That's what I'm saying that many of us, you don't, we don't even know who our father is. But the blessing, it flows from the top down. Until we learn to say that blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. God said that henceforth you shall see me no more. Until you learn to say blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Are you still here or you have gone home? Hallelujah! There are few fathers. Your biological father is one of them. Your father in Christ is one of them. Your pastor who teaches you daily and guides you also becomes a father to you. But some of us, we come to church every Sunday. Pastor, pastor, pastor. But you have somebody else you call your father. You are missing it. Are you still here? Hey, when we went to church, pastor is saying that we should call him the father. No, no, no. I'm giving you a secret to a blessing. Can I have an Amen. Are you still here? Hallelujah. So the natural thing is that every relationship, you know, sometimes you think that, you know, a father and a son relationship must be easy. But you see, one of the interesting things that a lot of times we misunderstand is that the same source where you see affection, it is the same source that you'll be corrected. That's why sometimes even fathers get confused. A father who cannot discipline their child in the Lord. They are confused because they don't know how to differentiate that. It's like, my child may feel that I am not showing them enough love or I'm not a father. You are missing it. Because the Bible says that if the father loves us, he would also chastise us. Can I have an Amen. So sometimes when your father is correcting you or when the father is rebuking you, it's not because it is the same source. Are you still here? Your father must constantly speak about your life. Some of us as we are sitting here, you now you know if your father did not keep on talking. You didn't even want to go to school. You didn't want to do anything with your life. But one day he stood up and he said that if you don't obey me, you are not going to sleep in this house. Hey! There may be instructors, people who instruct you along the way. When you see somebody say, turn right, turn left, turn right, the person is not the father. But somebody whose words make impact in your life is the person God has chosen for you to be a father. Are you still here? Proverbs chapter 3 verse 12. For whom the Lord loved, he corrected. Even as a father, the son in whom he delighted. It is the same source. It is the same source. The father will be able to what, chastise you and the father will be able to correct you. That's why sometimes God will correct us in a, in a way. If you don't take care, you'll feel that God, where are you? But anybody that God used had to go through the wilderness. Keep on holding on. He is our heavenly father. Are you still here? He is our heavenly father. A father can give instructions into your life. But it's not every instructor that can be a father. I want us to understand. Fathers of this house stand in the name of the Lord and correct the children. Because Bible says that we should bring up the child the way they should go. That when they grow, they will not depart from it. You don't want it to be too late. You don't want it to be too late. Speak into their life. Commend the fathers of the house. Because they stand in authority. God has given them authority over our lives. Don't joke with it. But if God loves me, then when I do anything wrong, he will correct me. Sometimes it may mean that he has to take everything away from you and draw your attention. 
Sometimes it may mean that you go through a little bit of difficulty. Throughout this, my short life, I've seen times where challenges come. But if he is my heavenly father, every time I get to my lowest point, I know that he's about to elevate me. As you get to your lowest point, God is about to elevate you. Believe it. Believe it. Say that there are many instructors. There are many instructors. People will give you instructions to A, B, and C, but not many fathers. Because when they speak, that is it. It's like just giving directions. But the other component is missing. Can I see the hands of the fathers in this place? Or the potential fathers? Any guy who is here, you have a seed. Are you still here? Believe it. Believe it. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. What I'm saying is that the authority that God has given to us, you know, one of the sure signs that a person can be blessed, go to Ephesians chapter 6 quickly. Let me show you. I'm preaching a very short message. Ephesians chapter 6. Shall we all read? Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Next one. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first word, commandment with promise. Okay, so it says that this is the first commandment with promise. You know, all the ten commandments is all towards God. This is one of the commandments that is specifically towards us. Then what's the next verse? That what? It may be well with you. With thee. And thou mayest what? Live long on earth. Two things that happens to you. You see, first of all, what, what, the reason I'm saying this is that you must know who your father is. To be able to honor a father, you must know who the father is. And when you know who your father is, there are some people sitting here, you've not talked to your father for over 10 years. Simply because maybe the marriage did not work. But I always say that if you were your mother, you would also have escaped. Or if you were the father, you also have escaped. That subject is beyond us. But for a child, honoring the father that God has given to you, even if he's a drunkard, even if he's in a place that you feel ashamed to identify with, there is a reason why my father is my father. There's a reason why my biological father, God chose, you know, are there kids in this house? On each ejaculation, uh, doctor, where well, is there any doctor here? On each ejaculation, if you don't understand ejaculation, it's okay. The next practitioners, on each spermatozoa, how how many is released? About seven hundred million. Am I right? About seven hundred million spermatozoa. They are coming. They are all swimming. It is only one that can fertilize the egg. So you're sitting here. It's one out of over 700 million. And God does not make mistakes. So God knows the reason why he gave you that specific father. Some people had played some games around. That one thing could not succeed. But God chose the right person. That's what Bible says that under your parents, under your father and your mother in the Lord. And Bible says that this is a, it's a, it's, it's a commandment that comes with a promise. That number one, it shall be well with you. When you honor your biological fa- fathers, it will be well with you. Everyone God chooses as a father in your life, it shall be well with you. Honor your biological fathers, your spiritual fathers, anyone. Maybe your biological father is not alive. But there was somebody who took you as a child. And took care of you. The same blessing. Comes upon you. Are you still here? You have gone home. Fathers. I'm not saying this because I'm a father. No. But I'm saying this. Children in this house. You. When it is well with you. 
Remember your father. Since you have come to this country and things are working out for you. I have a cousin. I don't want to talk about. At the point you can just shift the container back home and told the dad and the mom to go and just bear it and live on it for the rest of their life. Meanwhile, they brought that individual to the U.S. to come and study. It will not be well with you. We must learn to honor our fathers. One, it will be well with you. It will be well with your health. It will be well with your finances. It will be well with your children. You are so concerned about your children that you forget about who brought you forth. It's a big mistake. It's a big mistake. The message that I'm preaching is a very practical message. You are so concerned. You buy everything for your child. But you have a father or a mother somewhere who cannot even find food on their table. How many of us want things to be well with us? Honor the fathers that God has given to you. Honor the fathers that God has given to you. Because as soon as you become a father, your original father becomes what? A grandfather. If you like become a a grandfather, your original biological father becomes what? A great grandfather. God has made it in such a way that the gap between the two of you is fixed. You cannot compromise it. That is why he's saying that this thing, the promise that it shall be well with you. Many people have cut their life short because they lifted up a tongue against a father that God has placed in their life. You want to die early? Disrespect your father. Yeah. You want to die early? Lift up a tongue and insult. I had one guy just slapped his dad. You are finished. You are finished. Whether he was drunk or he was high, he just cut his life short. No matter what it is. Bible say, honor your parents and it shall be well with you. Whatever you are going through, I challenge you this day, Father's Day. Honor a father that God has placed in your life. And it shall be well with you. Can I have an amen? There are different types of fathers. Honor them. Honor them. You know, a founder is synonymous to a father. Because my family, my nuclear family, I am the founder. And I am the father. Does that make sense? Mr. Azamoa, you are the founder of your nuclear Asamoa family. Dr. Aidan, you are the founder. You are the founder. You, you, you are the founder. A father is synonymous word. The founder. And in this church, Bishop Doug is the founder of the denomination. So it must be important to you that he is a father to you. I'm telling you. I'm just mentioning this. Because there's a grace upon his life. That that grace is upon my life. And that grace is meant for you. But the only gap is that you don't even see, you don't know who your father is. And why is pastor saying that? It's a biblical principle. Know who he is. Know who is your founder. Who is your spiritual father? You must know. Because if not, the blessing that rains down, the grace that comes down, you will not receive it. Is somebody still here or you have gone home? A founder is synonymous to a father. When this comes to this church, I am a father. 
Can I have an amen? So when a time comes where you must honor, you must do it out of a genuine heart. Because if not, something bad can happen to you. And when we went to church, pastor was threatening us. I'm giving us a biblical principle. Understand this. In this my short life, I have seen it over and over and over and over again. Are you still here? The ultimate father is our heavenly father. And God wants us to choose him. First of all, your honor is unto God. But God uses men. That's why you can say that. It doesn't matter what my father says about me. I mean, I'm determined to do well. If you give your father a course. Or your, your, your biological father is not happy with you. Anything that he says. Out of something that you have done. Anything he says, it will follow you. That's what Jesus Christ said. That They could not find any cause in him. They could not find anything in him to lay hands upon him. So he did not entrust himself into their hands. Are you still here? A father is a father. We also have father in crimes. Those ones, they don't deserve honor. You want me to give you an example? There are some people whose life were destroyed because somebody introduced them for the first time to smoke weed. Pulled you away from God. Up until now, their life has been destroyed. You rather have to break away. Is there anybody here who remembers somebody who probably led you on the wrong path? I remember the person who led me to Christ. I've been looking for him. If you know him anywhere, he's called Dateba. I don't know where he is. I've Googled him. I have tried, I, I can't find him. In 1987, he called me to his cubicle. He was assistant school prefect. He witnessed to me that night I gave my life to Christ. He's the one that gave birth to me. And today I'm a pastor. I'm looking for him to honor him. So it's not like I'm saying anything abstract. But the person who brought you to Christ, that person birthed you in Christ. Honor them. Your biological father, honor them. Your father in crimes, run away from them. Yeah. You smoke weed for the first time through a senior. Those of us who went to boarding house said, this is nice. Try it. Then he took a joint. After that, if the Lord did not intercept, your brain will not be working right. But by the grace of God, I know what I'm saying. I really know what I was saying. I had people who were trying to introduce me to womanism. Dress me up, take me to girl schools. Because I was a fine boy, you know, Nana. As usual. Yeah. If you see my pictures when I was young, you now you will fall in love with me. I still find. Thank you. Amen. Uh, those of you who are thinking that this pastor is proud or something like that, it's our own church. Relax. Relax. Just relax. If I can't say I am fine, who should tell me I fine? Me, no. I have to tell myself I fine. Relax. I'm fine or I'm not fine? You are fine. Ah, I'm fine. Or maybe the person I need to ask is my wife. i fine or i no fine? You're fine. You say i fine. I've won. Nothing else. 
Now all your opinions do not matter. It doesn't matter. She said, I find, I find. Hey! But guess what? This is a biblical principle. It shall be well with me. I make sure that it is well with my dad. I make sure. Take it upon yourself. Set up something for them monthly. Send them something. Even if it's $20. That honor will prolong your life. That honor will deliver you from accidents. That honor will cause things to happen to you. Do not take this thing for granted. Because the Bible says, this is what? It is a commandment with a promise. The only place in the Bible there is a commandment that comes with a promise. That it shall be well with you. And you will live long. May the Lord help us. Because God wants things to be well with us. Remember the story of the prodigal son. Bible says that when he left, he, he said, Father, give me the things that belong to me. Bible says that he took a journey to a far country. He moved away from God. He moved away from his heavenly father. Choose the heavenly father first. Choose God first. And after you have done that, when he went and he spent all that he had on righteous living, Bible says that he came to his senses. Maybe today this message is a message that brings us to our senses. Very important. You've not called your father in the past two years. Today just call him. And when you call him, you apologize. It is not a blessing for a father or somebody in authority to apologize to you. It's not a blessing. Even if the person is wrong. Church, these are biblical principles. It is not, it is a curse unto you to say that, you know, he is the one that has to come and kneel down. Listen, if your father comes to kneel down before you, that part, from that particular day, your life has been cut short. Regardless of what they have done. Regardless of what they have done. Because God knew and you came out of their loins. Are you still here? So Bible says that when he saw the prodigal son coming from afar off, the same father that the, the son despised. Bible says that when he looked at him, he had compassion on him. God is always having compassion on us. He's choosing us. Every day he's choosing us. Afar off. Then he got off and he began to run to his son. God wants you to come back to him. Seek him while you will find him. He is our heavenly father. I have chosen him. And I have also chosen the people he has brought in my life. Can I have an amen? Let it never be said of you that you are in America. And somebody God raised up for you as a father stands in a very poor place. Even if they don't sing, say anything and any time they are hungry, they think about you. Even that one is dangerous for you. Are you still here? Let us choose God. Let us honor our parents. Honor your spiritual fathers. Know who a spiritual father is. Know who God has given authority over your life. It's very, very important. Many of you sitting in this church, you have no idea the type of grace that's upon Bishop Dark's life and the type of grace that is upon my life. You have no idea. You have no idea. You have no idea. You've not positioned yourself to be blessed of it. You have no idea. But there's a blessing that is coming to you. If only God can open your eyes to see. And let me say this. In this church, there's only one head. I am the pastor. Period. That's all. 
You can know Bible verses. You can dissect the word of God. The little, you see, all God needs is one talent. God needs only one talent. And I believe that by the grace of God, that one talent, he will multiply it. I'm saying this. I mean, I'm telling you the truth. God is inspiring this in my heart. Listen, there's a grace on my life. That grace on my life is meant for you. Don't walk away from it. Don't walk away from it. The day that we had a specific encounter in this place, it happens all the time. It was amazing that everybody, most of the people that got the baptism of the Holy Ghost, instantaneously in the service, they were all visitors. People were sitting here. You came even to be prayed for. Because, Mama, let me put you on the spot. The Friday, was it Friday or Saturday? She came and said, Today I have really seen that you are reverend. Because as we were in this service, you saw that the whole stage has become like a cloud. And as we ministered, the angels of the Lord were coming to the people. I'm not saying it. There's somebody who entered into this room who had kidney failure. Both kidneys were lighting red. She was going to tell the person, the Lord told her that, don't say anything. My presence is good enough to heal that person. My eyes were not open, but somebody's eyes were open. Believe it. Believe in the grace. And I'm not saying this thing to blow my horn, no, because I have to, but I know, you see, God will honor the predictions of his prophets. God will honor the predictions of his prophets. I believe. We were at Reverend Gilbert's um, birthday party. We went to Columbus. So I was talking to Reverend Osei. And as we were having a conversation, then he said something like, oh, the best persons, Israel, we were talking about something about Israel. They said the best person to go to Israel with this bishop, that I said, I will be there. Within three months, I've gone to Israel and I've come back. The door just opened. A selected few people Come with Bishop Doug to Israel. The predictions of the prophet is shall come to pass. That is why your biological father is a prophet God has chosen over your life. Your spiritual fathers, God has chosen them. God has placed authority in their mouth. Don't let that authority go against you. Yeah, I preach the truth though. So it doesn't bother me how you feel. But if somebody can walk out of here and restore a relationship between you and the father and you are blessed, my work becomes easier. That it may be well with thee. That it may be well with thee. It is only by honoring the father, biological father, spiritual father, and anyone God has raised as a father over your life. Let no father think about you and then have a sharp pain in their heart. It is not going to be well with you. May the Lord help us. But as for our heavenly father, he's always opening his heart. When you run to him, he will run to you. Some of us, since the Lord began to bless us, we've forgotten about the Lord. You sit here, you don't even pay your tithe. You don't even pay your tithe. It will not be well with you. It's not the case. Shall a man rob God? It will not be well with you. Now it may look okay. You see, I came to discover that, you see, when it comes to God, eh, the thing, you know, it abounds like, Multiple, it doesn't matter how engaged you are or whatever is going on in your life. What belongs to God belongs to God. Anna belongs to God. When you get up in the morning, give him Anna. When they put a food in front of you, give God Anna. When the Lord gives you a new car, give God Anna. Never have a selfish intention that you know, as for me, you know, you know what I mean, you know what I mean. One guy said that, you know, you know, I've tried God, it's not working, so I'm, I'm defending myself. A lot of us sitting here, you think that your gym membership, that is what makes you live long. I'm missing it. Somebody even has decided to go full organic. Even water crowd, they, they buy organic water. I'm telling you, we went to the Dead Sea, you know, the Dead Sea. It's, it's like 
is down here. And then when you go all the way to the end, was Galilee, it stretches. The Dead Sea, it is, I mean, it is so salty that everything floats. If you like, go and lie on the, you are not going down. You are suspended. It feels like cream. People travel all over the world to come and get the black soil. You heard of the black soil? The black soil in the Dead Sea. Ladies, all your cosmetic problems will go away. Even in the saltiness, God has made provision for them. Choose God. He makes water. Comes out of the desert. He makes a way. In the wilderness. It's not they say. I've seen it with my eyes. We could only come to one conclusion. That it is God. That you see a whole desert. And there's a plant standing here. Or a patch. Fully working. They have plantations. That you know. Desert. Then you see some nice plantations. Then the desert continues. That God has made a specific provision for them, then He's moving on. Thing that will be impossible in any way, He's making happen. The Lord will help us. The Lord will help us. I want to live long. You two desire to live long. That it should be well with you. Honor God with your substance. The multiple times you give, the more it becomes effective. You don't just give once and then you leave your hands. You just don't do something once and then that's it. Show me somebody who is a, you, you see as a professional. Do you think that those basketball players, they just, every morning they go and they throw one ball and then they go and sleep. Sometimes you may not even know the difference between a talent and somebody who's because a lot of the people who you see talented is actually hard work. Show me a singer who can sing so well. And I'll tell you how many hours they rehearse the same song. We even worship song as the thing is on the project. We can't sing. Hours and hours and hours. Show me a good keyboardist and I will tell you when they any free time, they are sitting behind their keyboard. We honor God one time, and then we forget about it. I pray that God will give us that grace. Know who are the best God has given to you. Number one is your heavenly Father. The rest of the fathers, know. Then you can honor. And I promise you, according to the Word of God. It shall be well with you. And you will live long. Lift up your right hand. Father, we ask for your grace, Lord. We ask for your strength. I pray for every broken relationship between a son and a father or a daughter and a father. I pray that, oh God, you will show mercy on your church and restore every broken relationship. Let that relationship be restored right now in the name of Jesus. Take away the pain. Take away, oh God, the, the, the mind that the evil one brings. Your dad did not take care of you. So what? God gave him that seed to produce you. That alone is enough to deserve honor. Father, help your church. Deliver our hearts. Give us understanding of what you have said. May we honor you with our own lives. May we honor you with our children. May we honor you with our finances. May we honor you with our strength. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. Every eyes close. Every eyes close. Rise up to your feet, please. Every eyes close. 
Every eye is closed. Every eye is closed. Every eye is closed. Every eye is closed. We've come to the end of the service. Every eye is closed. If you are here, you don't know the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior. If you die right now, you don't know where you are going. I don't want to end this service without giving you the opportunity to give your life to Jesus. You even may be here, you are bitter at God. Because you prayed for a family member and they still died anyway. You cannot forgive God for that. God is calling you to restore you. Whatever I'm saying, I believe so strongly. If only you can take that bold step. That step is drawing nigh to him. And he say he will draw nigh to you. Like that prodigal son, he will run to you and take away the pain and the hurt out of your heart. You cannot love your father. You cannot love a father because they have rebuked you before. Every eye is closed, please. But God wants to deliver us and help us. Father, heal us of unforgiveness, especially in the relationship with the fathers that you have chosen for us. If you stand here, you fall in that category. I want you to lift up your right hand. You want to give your life to Christ. You find a challenge of cannot give forgive their father. This is not a joke. It doesn't matter, but God, the presence of the Lord is here to help us. Lift that right hand way above your head. Don't be ashamed. God is healing you. I see your hand right there. God is here to help us. Lift that right hand way above your head. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God will give you the ability to forgive again. You don't know Jesus as your Savior. If you die, you know you are going to hell. But you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. If your hand is lifted up, just come to me. I see your hand right there. Just come to me right now. Little girl, come to me. Come to me. Eyes closed. Eyes closed. Eyes closed. Eyes closed. Bring that little girl to me. Bring her to me. Oh, surrender all to thee, my to this is the final call just come, just come to Jesus no matter the category you fall in just come to Jesus, come and talk to him come and weep to him come and ask him the Lord have mercy on me thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Oh, heal our heart, heal our heart, heal our heart, heal our heart, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want you all to pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive my sins. I come to you as a sinner. But please wash me with your blood. From today I give you my heart. I give you my soul. Please come and live in my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus. Help me to love my father. Help me to love anyone you have chosen for me as a father. Help me establish a good relationship. Heal my heart from every head. And from today, take over my heart. Let the love of God be shed abroad in my heart. To everyone that you have chosen in my life. Thank you for helping me, Jesus. Father, I pray for your daughter. You who knows the desires of the heart of man. 
Right now, release, oh God, a grace upon her life. Father, meet her according to the point of her need. Receive it in the name of Jesus. According to the point of her need, Lord. Take away every rooted pain and struggle and hurts, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit help her life. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe the word of God has actually come down to you and you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Bellrad Drive in Louisville, Kentucky. This and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m.